Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Earrings Off. We want to invite you to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. You can find us on Facebook at Earrings Off Podcast and on Instagram at The Earrings Off Podcast. Welcome to Earrings Off. I'm Lou. And I'm Teresa. Let's get started. Our guest today is Art Costello. Art is a speaker, mental health counselor with a degree in psychology and a successful entrepreneur. I picked a few nuggets from his bio, including the following. Art has the ability to hone the expectations of people who have perhaps lost their joy, feel anxious or depressed, or can't seem to connect to their life's purpose, providing the balm necessary to heal and find new hope. He has devoted himself to helping people from all walks of life, individuals who have forgotten their childhood dreams, families that struggle with unresolved tensions and hurts, business professionals with the fire to connect their expectations with their achievements, and even athletes striving for their greatest potential. His strength lies in his unique ability to identify and assess what is preventing you from achieving your greatest desire, then provides options on how to best attain those goals and dreams. From his own life experiences and training, he has created a powerful program entitled Expectation Therapy that will guide you through the darker path of current inhibited belief patterns into the open air form of your best creative mind, unshackling previous limitations to release God's ultimate plan for your life. He offers wisdom as well as tangible tools for success that will help boost your confidence, encourage your journey, and affirm you as you begin to enjoy the freer, more productive life you've always longed for. Okay, let's get into the conversation. Well, hello, Art, and welcome to Earrings Off. It's a pleasure being here. Thank you for joining us. We're going to just jump right into the questions, right? So where did you get the idea for expectation therapy? (laughs) This is a good question. It started, actually, when I was nine years old and abandoned as a child. Oh, wow. And I was trying to figure out... uh, to go back a little bit, when I was, say, a newborn till nine years old, I was uh, led a pretty good life. I was, my family was middle class and everything. And then all of a sudden at nine, my parents decided to move us to a rural upstate New York farm mm-hmm. where our, ne- our nearest neighbor was uh, about three to five miles away. Mm-hmm. And they, they were in their 90s. <laughs> so in essence... I didn't have anybody to play with or be around or anything. And uh, out of my, what happened was my parents, it caused my parents almost to separate because my parents, my dad had to go to the city to work because he wasn't a farmer. Mm -hmm. And I have no 
idea why they moved us to this house that had no plumbing. Wow. Outhouse. <laughs> Just totally from the from the existence that I had lived in. And we were outsiders in this little farm town, and we actually were considered white trash the way that we lived. And we were shunned by uh, not only the kids at school, but by the teachers. I mean, they just really didn't, were not kind to us. And being that my parents had kind of separated, it just drove a bigger wedge in the community's view of us. You know, this is the late 1950s. Mm -hmm. And uh, my mom uh, took to running around and just left my sister and I at this farm. And to make the long story short, out of my desperation and loneliness, I went to a mountaintop and laid on my back next to the, the farm and had a conversation with God and asked him what was going to become of me. Wow. And, and I said, uh, I made this trip so many times. It was just uh, over, over a couple years I made this trip. But one day I went up there and laid on my back and the sky was moving above me and I I was just in a deep, contemplative, desperate prayer is the only way to put it. And I said, God, what is going to become of me? And I just heard this voice that just said, your job is just to be good. Just be good and do good and just do, just become a doer. And after going up and that hill many, many more times, I finally figured out going in the Marine Corps at 17 when I graduated from high school was how I was going to escape. And to make a really long story, I always relied on this voice that I had heard to do good. And that became my mantra, just do good and just, just always be doing. So I became very active and physical about my approach to life, very positive. So I, I moved through all of life and got married in college and played baseball, done everything that I'd ever wanted to do. And then in 2003, I had been married for 35 years to the love of my life. And uh, we walked into a doctor's office here in Austin, Texas, and she was told that she had ovarian cancer. And uh, our faith is strong and, and we're believers and powerful and prayer and all those things. And we were hoping that she would make it. But in 2006, she died. She passed away from ovarian cancer. Oh, so, so sorry. So, well, everything happens with a purpose. <laughs> you know, and what happened to me is that uh, we had a great relationship and it was strong. And uh, I had promised her that I would carry on and that she worried about me. She worried that I wasn't going to handle it well and all that. Told the kids, you know, watch your dad. Well, I lived up to her <laughs> expectation. I started falling apart and not living the way that I should have and had been and all that. And uh, my kids came to me and said, Dad, you promised mom you wouldn't do this. So that night out at our ranch, 20 miles west of Austin, Texas, I went out onto the lawn of that ranch and I laid on my back and I asked God what was going to become of me again. And I heard that voice speak to me because I was in another point of desperation and openness to hearing. And uh, I heard that voice say, 
I've given you all the tools that you need. You just need to apply them. And out of that, I got up and I started writing. And out of that writing came the book Expectation Therapy because I became very reflective and looked back on my life and all the goodness that has happened, all the great things and always being the positive guy, always being very joyful and loving life and living it. And, you know, I'm proud to say that I've always done exactly what I wanted to do. And uh, it's because I've always had this expectation that everything was going to be okay. Everything is always going to turn out as long as we believe it. So I started doing my my education has been and my degrees are in psychology, but I had never used them. I had always been in entrepreneurial businesses and doing that kind of thing. So I really had never used my my psychology. So I started applying all of the psychology principles and writing the book. I started doing a lot of research and started trying to really put science behind expect my premise on expectations or my thesis, whichever you prefer to call it, about expectations. But I, I know one thing about expectations, that everything in our, that we do in our lives starts and stops with an expectation. It either mm. starts with it or it stops with it. So the physics behind it is, is that everything in this universe operates on either the positive or negative forces and charges of, of electricity that go through here. So, you know, that's where this kind of the science about it has blossomed into or out of it. But uh, it's just, it's led me on a journey that's just been incredible, you know, and I'm just blessed that uh, mm -hmm. that I've uh, that I've been able to walk the path that I have in the journey. And now I'm trying to help people as much as I can. Mm, okay. So, Art, what makes expectation therapy so effective? The thing about our expectations, uh, Aristotle and Plato wrote about them in 633 BC, before Christ ever, ever came to this earth. And uh, they identified that everything really does start and stop with an expectation. It's where our create creativity starts. So when you look at it from the point of that everything starts with an expectation, it makes sense that it, if you look at it in a positive sense, positive things come out of it. But if you look at it in a, in a negative sense, then the negative keeps coming. You know, it, it's almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Mm -hmm. So our mindset becomes very, very uh, important uh, to the direction and the course of our lives. If we, uh, if you look at it from the sense of, 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 of building a building, mm -hmm. you have to have a, a great foundation for a building. And our expectations, I believe, are the seed that God planted in us for creativity. And it becomes our foundation. So if we have and establish core expectations that are non-negotiables, that are absolutely solid in our in our psyche, in our mind, in our mindfulness, in our actions. When we start having the literally thousands of expectations we have every day, because everything we do starts with an expectation. Mm -hmm. Every mm -hmm. single thought we have, 
-hmm. what, what separates expectations from anything else is an expectation that remains solely in your mind is a thought. It's not an expectation. It only becomes an expectation when you take that next step, which is action. Mm -hmm. And action is what creates the expectation to go either negative or positive. Mm -hmm. So, so it, it is the building block that we build our lives on, our, our expectations. So if we learn to manage them, because we all have expectations. I hear people say all the time, don't expect anything of me. I don't expect anything. I don't deal with that. I mean, there's people who are vehemently Mm -hmm. against anything to do with expectations. I say to them, you cannot live without expectation. You cannot, you would absolutely be a stone. You would actually have no, no movement because everything, I challenge people all the time, tell me one thing that you do that is not based in an expectation. I challenge it. I mean, I've spoken at Harvard, I've spoken at universities all over, to faculties, to students, and everything. I have yet to have anybody identify one thing that we do that is not based in an expectation. So it's the fundamental block that starts all of our creativity or our negativity, whichever way you want to look at it. But it, it, it's the building block of everything that we do is our expectations. Mm -hmm. Our creativity, our sensitivity, our mindfulness, everything. Mm. Okay. Wow. Can you give us some real life examples of how expectation therapy has overcome people's fears? Sure. I, I've worked with, uh, with uh, everybody from athletes to, uh, to people who have severe anxiety. Mm -hmm. And... <clears throat> It's my, my belief that uh, because everything starts with an expectation and also stops people, anxiety is created. People who have anxiety create that by unmet or unrealistic expectations and are unfulfilled. And when you have unfulfilled expectations and it's a continuous cycle, then it becomes, it actually changes the chemistry, the brain chemistry, and it leads to depression and, and I believe different, many different mental issues that, that arise. So by addressing it, people, I mean, I've worked with people who are manic depressive. I've worked with people that are uh, anxiety ridden. Uh, psychosis is another whole issue. Uh, people who are psychotic have gone. The, the brain chemistry has already changed. And, and I believe that medication and all that works. For them. But I'm talking about people that are have the everyday problems that we see, you know, that start with marriages and, and all that. If you can get people to identify their core expectations and teach them how to manage all the expectations of that they have of themselves, that it starts to create a uh, a very stable uh, baseline for them to start really becoming creative and becoming the people that that they want to be, and that that's how it really helps. It, it just gives people a foundation to start building and becoming who they are meant to be. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. Hope that so, makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So, Art, who can benefit the most from this type of therapy, from expectation therapy? Everybody on earth, <laughs> because we all have expectations. And really, you know, it, it, I know it sounds funny to say everybody, but if you think about it, I mean, housewives, husbands, children, I think children benefit the most. If we could start teaching our children how to manage their expectations at a young age, then they, they will flourish in life because they they manage them and they learn how when they learn how to manage them a lot of the disappointment that they experience goes away because they look at everything as a learning experience part of what i teach is changing your mindset from something happening to you to something happening for you because when it happens for you it becomes a learning experience and when you have learning experiences there's no failure you, there's no failure in learning. You gain something from every experience that, that we have in life. And that is what the biggest benefit is in, in, uh, in learning to manage your expectations. Because when everything becomes for you instead of against you, that, that mind shift starts to happen. That, that change starts to, to come. So teaching children... But anybody at any age can learn how to manage their expectations. Anybody at any age, I don't care if they're 90 or, mm-hmm. or they're nine. So teaching it is a really, really uh, passion of mine because I know what it's done in my life and I know how it's changed my life and I've seen it change other people's lives. And uh, mm-hmm. that's that's what makes it so powerful that's what makes it so powerful mm-hmm. art when you say you've seen how it cha- it has changed your mm-hmm. life specifically mm-hmm. can you tell us a little bit about that well when i was nine years old and we were my sister and i were living at that farmhouse that was so dilapidated and mm-hmm. run down and we were ridiculed around town what i one of the biggest lessons i learned out of that was that the expectations of other people didn't matter. What mattered is what my expectation was of myself. Now, I didn't know about expectation therapy at the time, but that's what I learned out of it, not to live to the expectations of other people. My expectations are what mattered most to me, and it's where I learned to protect myself. It's where I learned to heal myself. When people started calling my mother and father names, when they started calling me names, I mean, when I'm talking about not only kids, I'm talking about adults mm-hmm. that were very abusive by today's mm-hmm. standards would be mm-hmm. would be turned into child protective right. services. Right. You know, it's how I learned to protect myself. Mm-hmm. I, I just learned that, that uh, my expectations were mattered. And by going to that hill, I didn't set core expectations without realizing what I was doing. And that core was my faith, <laughs> you know, my integrity, mm-hmm. and then everything. It really doesn't matter unless the only thing that matters is the actions that I produce. And that's mm-hmm. what 
I'll be judged yeah. until the day I die. You know, right. this is what I do. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter what anybody else says to you. It doesn't matter what everybody name they call you or, mm-hmm. or you know, I don't have to explain it to you right. in the audience. Right. They know what how people can be so cruel, yes. how kids can be so cruel, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. especially when they know that somebody is uh, less fortunate than them, mm-hmm. whether it be physically in any other way that we can imagine, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. people can be very, very rude. And there's people who prey on people like that because they want to make themselves feel better. Right. That's so right. Yeah. Yeah. We, we yeah. know. So, yeah. So, you know, okay. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's making sense. Yeah. It is. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So where can our listeners learn about expectation therapy? Well, I guess the best place to learn is to get my book. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and How do they get the book? The book is uh, actually in audio and hardcover and all that on my website. You can go and, and uh, click on the link there and it will take you to that. It's uh, the art of expectation.com. And, uh, you know, that's uh, anybody can get a hold of me there. Uh, I'm always available. I believe that the good Lord put me on the face of this earth to help everybody and anybody I can. Mm-hmm. So I make myself available to any means I can. Oh, okay. Wow. All right. Well, thank you so much, Art, for joining us today to talk about expectation therapy. We know that your message will resonate with our audience. So um, again, thank you. And it's been our pleasure to talk with you today here on Earrings Off. Thank you for the opportunity. And uh, again, I will reiterate, I am here for you and everyone that listens. Thank you. Thank you.